0: Today, we're talking about deadly explosions, NPR's Twitter flight, cooling inflation, and other top news for Friday, April 14th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with a pour-over. Here's the quote of the day. God's goodness is the root of all goodness, and our goodness, if we have any, springs out of his goodness. William Tyndale Let's get started with some espresso shots. Over 2,000 Indiana residents have been evacuated after a recycling plant erupted in flames. The Richmond, Indiana building, formerly the Hofco Comet Industries plant, processes huge quantities of plastics, which release noxious chemicals when burned. All residents within a half-mile radius of the disaster have been ordered out of their homes so far, and the state fire marshal has already declared the smoke plumes definitely toxic. The plant was owned in part by a private citizen who was warned several times about unsafe conditions, and Richmond Mayor Dave Snow insisted that the business owner be held accountable. Further south, some 18,000 cows were killed in an explosion at a dairy farm in the Texas Panhandle. It's speculated that an overheated vacuum ignited on-site methane and caused the deadly blast. One person was also critically injured. Deadly accidents are a terrible part of a world marred by sin. Pray for those affected by these catastrophes and look forward to a day when the world will be made right. Isaiah chapter 65 verse 17 says, For I will create new heavens and a new earth. The past events will not be remembered or come to mind. National Public Radio or NPR has flown the Twitter coop. NPR announced that it will stop operating its 52 official Twitter feeds after being labeled state-affiliated media, a label typically reserved for state-controlled outlets known to publish government propaganda. Twitter later changed the label to government-funded, which NPR said is misleading, given that it receives less than 1% of its budget from the federal government and has editorial independence. In his announcement, NPR's CEO said he'd lost trust in the decision-making at Twitter, but that individual NPR journalists could decide for themselves if they want to remain on the platform. In a wide-ranging BBC interview, Twitter CEO Elon Musk defended NPR's labeling, revealed that he voted for Biden, said he only bought Twitter because he had to, and announced that he'd sell Twitter to the right person for the right price. Jesus showed gentleness when people expected anger, compassion when people expected rejection, and love when people expected hate. Whether you're discussing NPR, Twitter, or something else, be an imitator of Christ. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29 says, "No foul language should come from your mouth, but only what is good for building up someone in need, so that it gives grace to those who hear." annual inflation cooled to a slightly more palatable but still high 5% in March. For context, inflation peaked at 9% last June, and the Federal Reserve targets 2%. March benefited from declines in both energy and food prices. Egg prices dropped 10% in the last month, but eggs are still 36% more expensive than a year ago, while housing prices have remained stubbornly high. On Wall Street, the moderately good inflation news was overshadowed by pessimism out of the Federal Reserve. Notes from their latest meeting show that the Fed expects the U.S. economy to fall into a mild recession later this year. It blames the recent banking turmoil, but also notes that the U.S. banking system itself is sound and resilient. Our hope is never contingent on an economic outcome. It's much more secure than that. Regardless of whether things get worse or better during your lifetime, everything eventually ends well for followers of Christ. Philippians chapter 4 verses 12 through 13 say, I know how to make do with little, and I know how to make do with a lot. In any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being content, whether well-fed or hungry, whether in abundance or in need. I am able to do all things through him who strengthens me. This episode is sponsored by The Pour Over. We believe that the news can actually be a force for good, helping people find rest and comfort in Christ while spurring them on to loving action, instead of, you know, creating division, anger, and a persistent feeling of impending doom. For example, keep this in mind while reading today's news. Even if everything goes wrong, your eternity is secure. It costs about 20 cents per subscriber per month to operate The Pour Over. Many listeners are unable or uninterested in paying, but you can sling seven of them on your back and support our staff and mission for just $1.99 a month. Need that extra nudge? Choose to pay annually and get a one-year subscription to Dwell, our favorite audio Bible app included. Check out the link in the show notes. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. Yesterday, FBI agents descended upon the home of a Massachusetts Air National Guardsman believed to be behind the highly classified leaked documents on the Ukraine war. The 21-year-old Guardsman specialized in intelligence and is a leader of the online group where the trove of documents, some of which detailed vulnerabilities in Ukraine's air defense systems, were found. An appeals court partially overturned a judge's order to remove mifepristone, an abortion pill, from shelves while legal proceedings continue. The court upheld the FDA's original 23-year-old authorization but halted more recent changes to the authorization. Mifepristone can now only be prescribed up to seven weeks of gestation, as opposed to 10, and cannot be mailed. After facing calls to resign from within her own party, 89-year-old Dianne Feinstein has requested a temporary replacement for her seat on the Judiciary Committee. Feinstein, the oldest member of the Senate, sits on the Senate Judiciary Committee but hasn't voted since February due to health issues. Her absence has stymied the Democrats' ability to confirm judicial nominees. Justin Pearson was reappointed to his vacant Tennessee House of Representatives seat Wednesday, joining fellow-expelled, then-provisionally-reappointed, lawmaker Justin Jones back in the House. It's the third time Pearson has been sworn in this year, after filling an interim position in January and winning a special election in March. Pearson and Jones will both run in special elections to officially re-win their seats. In a blow to beloved letters H, B, and O, Warner Brothers announced a single streaming service called Max, a combo of Discovery Plus and HBO Max, debuting May 23rd for the same price as an HBO Max subscription. To the delight of Potterheads Worldwide, Max said it ordered a Harry Potter TV series executive produced by series author J.K. Rowling. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.